Ron, we've got uh, Rob from the Doctor Who show back with us. We uh, met him recently and he talked about his journey through Big Finish. Uh, he's aimed to get through every story in order. Um, it's an exciting, you know, exciting challenge he's set himself. But we're going to discuss the first 10 stories. Uh, Robert likes a bit of a list and he's put together a bit of a list. So Rob, tell us, what, did you, what, did, what struck you in terms of the first 10, episodes, first 10 stories? What's, what struck me was something I'd known for a long time because I had tried to start the monthly adventures in the past and I got stuck on the first few and I thought they weren't particularly good. Uh, actually, this even goes back further than me trying to do that. This goes back to when uh, The Sirens of Time first came out and our ex-local club president had imported a CD from the UK. And I said, what's it like? Is it is it amazing? There's Davo, there's Colin, there's uh, Sylv. And he's like, mm, I don't think it's so good. And we sat there one night and he re-listened to it with me, listening for the first time. And I thought, yeah, this isn't so great. So that sort of put me off immediately, right back in the day. And then over the years, I'd try and start again and I'd do The Sirens of Time, Whispers of Terror, Phantasmagoria. I was like, this just isn't connecting with me at all. And that's where I'd sort of quit. But later in that first ten, there is some great stuff. And I can't believe it's taken me so long, actually, to hear them. Okay, so we've got this uh, list of ten. People, people can actually go to a blog that you've done and have a look. But we'll just quickly run through the first ten. So you've put as number one, The Marion Conspiracy. Oh, absolutely. I thought this was the absolute standout in the first ten. Um, it introduced me to Evelyn Smythe, who everyone had raved about and said she's great with Colin. Of course, Colin's putting in a good performance. It's historical. I thought this was just fantastic. Jacqueline Rayner, hats off. Brilliant. Had you listened to this before then, or was this the first time? No, this was my first time. So you, you've had all these CDs and not listened to them? Some of these I don't have on CD. I've had them as downloads. Uh, it was mostly the Eighth Doctor stuff I bought on CD. But yes, I have had them as downloads for a long time. <laughs> And and look, I know they're on what is it? They're on Spotify, aren't they? For free? A lot of them on Spotify now, yeah. Early uh, ones. Like the first fifty or something at least, and I've not even listened to it on Spotify. I'm crazy. You are crazy, <laughs> but that's okay. You're 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 getting wiser now. Um, so number one is American Conspiracy, and then you put Spectre of Lanyon and Moore. What? Why was that? By Nicholas Pegg? Why that's was that number two? I thought that was just it was just lovely to hear the Brigadier back. You know, quite simply. And and I thought it was a great story. And of these ten, those two just stood out the most to me. I don't think Spectre of Lanyon Moore was as good as the Marion Conspiracy, but it's still up there. And if someone was saying, out of this top ten, what are the best two? I'd have to say Marion Conspiracy and Spectre. So both Colin, both Evelyn. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, They've had a real effect on me, straight away. Okay. Genocide Machine by Mike Tucker. Yeah, Mike Tucker's a great author. I've always liked his stuff, which I'm familiar with through, you know, the novels he's written over the years. He's an old school kind of guy. He seems to get Doctor Who. He writes good fun adventures. And here it was no different. I think he particularly likes uh, Sylvan Sophie as well. I mean, he wrote the the coffee table book Ace, co-wrote it with Sophie. So he, he knows the characters. It's, it's a Dalek story. It was quite good. I quite liked it. Okay, and the next two you've also put in the top five. You put Land of the Dead and Fearmonger. 
Yes. Now, Land of the Dead is a Davo story, so how could I not have it in the top five? <laughs> but um, you'll also see I've got a Davo story in the bottom five. No, I, I thought that was really clever with Davo and Nissa, the companion that, you know, Davo always wanted to, you know, see what it would be like just to have Nissa around. It works really well, I think. And, and up in Alaska, in this cut-off, sort of snowy environment, I thought it was a really clever story. Really good, really enjoyable. You divided very much the first five and bottom... It said there was a bottom five, so there was some, some that you didn't like as much. Um, actually, you said Davo. You, you've got quite a few Davos in the second half. That's true, actually. Because I think what, Red Dawn, I think Winter for the, De- for the Adept. Phantasmagoria, is that? That's Davo. Davo 2 and Sirens of Audio. So, in fact, four of your bottom five have Davo. The Sirens, the sirens of what, Philip? Sirens... Oh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I only think Sirens of Audio now, Dwayne. Sirens of Time. Well, how did you get the name for Sirens of Audio? Um, so four out of the five in the bottom you've put Davo into. Yeah, and that's more to do with the stories, I think, because Davo axi socks off. Davo is Davo. I love Davo. But these stories he's in here, I just couldn't get into. I mean, look, in Sirens of Time, was it Davo in the U-Boat? Yeah, was, it was. That, that, that was, was a great story. That was probably the best episode of Sirens of Time. But as a whole, I I, I didn't like the the whole thing. Uh, Red Dawn again. It almost made it into the best, but mm, it just didn't quite get there for me either. You know, Ice Warriors are so limited. They seem to do exactly the same thing every time they appear in Doctor Who. <laughs> this really was no different. The um, is the one of the best uh, Ice Warriors stories. Is actually, a Betty story. There's a pretty stunning one with Benny, but um, that's another journey for you to go on later on. Um, the interesting thing about Red Dawn is that none of the Ice Warriors are played by Nick Briggs. Um, so later on, um, he will do all the Ice Warriors pretty much. But here in these early ones, it's an interesting example of non-Nick Briggs Ice Warriors. So, so the bottom five you put was Red Dawn, Winter for the Adept, Phantasmagoria, Silence of Time and Whisper Terror. What, Dwayne, what do you think about his list of the bottom five? Would you uh, defend any of those? Yes, I am definitely defending Whispers of Terror. Um, I know it's universally canned by fans across the board of uh, even Big Finish, but uh, I've always failed to understand why it's so despised. It is one that's specifically written for audio. It can't work in anything else. So I think for that alone, it's a very, very clever story got some great got peter miles in it too love love hearing him and uh yeah i think it's a really it's a really scary monster so i think it works really well justin richards is still writing for big finish today he's one of the ones that's been there from the start and still going so um yeah he was finding his feet sure but uh uh, in a in a very good way i think so that's my little defense for whispers of terror Mm. i mean i'd still put signs of time much higher actually like body doctor stories I think what they tried to do was, was good, and I think there's a couple of really great episodes in there. And also Winter for the Adept, actually, I think that's um, got a few good things. It's got India Fisher in it as well, in a, in a different role. It's, it's interesting. Um, sorry, yes, we had Joe Sims on last, last podcast, well, recently, and one of the things we said to, to Joe Sims was, we know he must be a nice guy, because when you play a few characters in Big Finish and they bring you back as a companion, it means they want to hang around you. And um, you know, even Smythe, so Maggie Stable, she was in Signs of Audio, Signs of Time. <laughs> I get stuck on that all the time. Um, and they brought her back as Evelyn. India Fisher was in Land of the Dead, and they brought her back. 
So they, they, they fired actors. They think, these, we love these actors. We want to bring them back. Rob, did you realise that it was Maggie Stables in Sirens of Time? So Evelyn no. playing, playing the old hag. That's Evelyn. Not at all. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yeah, so that's there. So her and... Because um, that was directed and written by Nick Briggs. And he and Maggie Stables sort of worked together in a couple of plays. So that's how he knew Maggie and brought her in and then decided you know, they wanted to keep her as a, as a character. It, 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 it was actually her characterization in the first episode of Sirens of Time that sort of turned me off a little bit. But after getting to know Evelyn, I can go back to Sirens of Time now, hear Maggie Stables, and I'm okay with it now. But when I first heard it, it was kind of yeah, a bit off-putting. That cackling witchy sort of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, they like that. <laughs> well, listen, thank you for your list of 10, Rob. It's uh, interesting to see, and we're looking forward to hearing uh, what you think about the next uh, 10 episodes, because... We are introducing a new doctor into the into the mix when that happens. So we'll talk to you soon. Okay. <laughs>